is passionate about cars with Steve Kennard, teaching drivers how to survive the world of modern motoring and imparting wisdom to the next generation of motor technicians. Steve, what are we looking at today? Uh, well, we've got here, this, this is a Vauxhall Calibra I recovered from Tunbridge Wells uh, earlier in the week. It's got a head gasket problem. Um, this is your typical boy racer's sort of car. It's yeah, been lowered. It, wasn't this car one of the most aerodynamically advanced cars of its time? Uh, what was it sort of like, no, um, layman's car, if you like, of its time? It, it was pretty aerodynamics, but of course aerodynamics seem to change from year to year, don't they? You know, if you look at the design of cars, you know, you, you find that we've got these uh, super wedge cars, like the old princesses going back to the 70s. I remember. The old Austin princess. Now, they, they were considered to be extremely aerodynamic at its time, wedge-shaped. We, we then sort of moved on to what we called like the jelly moulds, which was like the old Sierras and they were considered to be extremely aerodynamic uh, and then then you know we go to things like this which is the calibra which again is aerodynamic but you, you know um i i guess with all their sort of testing and everything that they do there has to be a certain amount of a trade-off you know because um what's aerodynamic and 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 how aerodynamic does a car need to be particularly over here when you can't you can't get out of first gear at most places, can you? You know, so, so aerodynamics really doesn't come into play. So, yeah, I, I mean, aerodynamics, all that money they're wasting on that, perhaps they ought to invest that in the road system so we can get the traffic moving faster in the first place and then they can work on the aerodynamics after that. Right, Steve, so this is a Calibra 2-litre 16-valve, isn't it? And we're looking inside the engine compartment and yep. the head is off. Yep. And what's the story here? The story here... Um, the guys, uh, as far as I'm aware, has actually bought the car um, with a head gasket gone. I mean, we've not had the thing running. We've not been able to get it running. Uh, we've got the head off. The, the bore's full of water. Uh, yeah, I can see. Well, why would that be? Well, it, it just where the gasket's blown. I don't know where the old gasket is, but where the gasket had gone, yeah. water seeped in into one of the cylinders. Uh, and... And then once you've got water into a cylinder, it'll, it'll lock the engine up if you get enough water in there because you can't compress a fluid. Yeah. So when a piston comes up, hits the fluid, it'll stop dead. So it's, it's in effect, it sort of like seizes the engine. Does that cause damage, Steve? Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, I've, I've known it uh, bend con rods mm. because of the pressure, bend valves, yeah. things like that, really. So, so you've got to be extremely careful, anything like that best thing to do take the spark plugs out uh, of a petrol engine obviously mm. and turn it over by hand gently to uh, get rid of the water out of the cylinders so that you can then spin it over once you've got rid of the worst of the water spin it over on the key to get rid of the rest of the water just to ease the situation inside the cylinders but of course you've got to sort the problem of water getting into the cylinders. Uh, so that's coming in through the worn head gasket? Yeah, I mean, usually um, it's just a, a bit of an age thing with most gaskets, unless we're talking rovers. But with most gaskets, it's a bit of an age thing, mileage. The combustion rings tend to wear a little bit. Over a period of time, you get the gases start to blow by the gasket into the water jacket, mm. and it will just gradually erode away the... Um, the, the gasket itself so so it'll allow water to get into the cylinder you then start getting um, pressurising in the cooling system 
and it will start overheating, pushing water out everywhere, steaming out the exhaust, misfiring, all, all that sort of uh, thing. Um, and, and you'll lose your heater inside the car because the heater tends to be the first thing that airlocks once you start getting these sort of problems. So it's a little bit of a chain reaction. Uh, but, um, yeah, this one here, we've had the head off, sent it for skim and test. It's come back OK, skimmed up. Here it is on the floor here. The skimming, is that presumably where you where they uh, basically get the surface completely flat again? Yeah, most, most heads nowadays are aluminium heads. And when a gasket goes, usually the car gets overheated. That's normally one of the sort of problems that, that a car suffers. Once it overheats, provided it hasn't been totally cooked, you know, you'll get away with having the head reface because the head will bow. Yeah. And uh, and if you run a straight edge across it, the manufacturers will give you a certain tolerance, but it's it's only a matter of a few thou. Uh, anything outside of that, you'd really need to have it flattened because you can't put a bent head back on with a new gasket because it won't last five minutes. It will just blow almost immediately or, or within no time at all. So every head we take off, we always send it for uh, pressure test and um, for, for skimming. But when a, when a head is skimmed, mm. does that, in theory, mean that you're fractionally reducing the cc of the engine? No. Um, the, the cc is, is really it's, it's determined by the, the swept volume, is, is what they call it, inside the, okay. the cylinder, where you've got the pistons running up and down inside the cylinder. Uh, the distance that the piston's moving is called the swept volume. And the size of those bores and the amount of distance the piston moves inside the bore determines the capacity of the engine and without getting into all sort of um, technical figures and formulas and and stuff like that to working out the um, the cc of an engine um, usually by by taking a little bit off the head doesn't make an awful lot of difference if anything you'll maybe increase the compression ratio a little bit so in theory what you're doing is perhaps just boosting the power slightly but most cars of today really doesn't make a lot of difference because the amount you take off is perhaps uh, no more than about sort of 10 to 20 thou maximum that's mm. about the most most heads will allow you to take off yeah. and if you overstep the mark or if you try and increase the compression ratio of an engine you know the, the power output you then start looking at possible competition gaskets and stuff like that that will take extra power because uh, a standard gasket would struggle to cope with that power over a prolonged period. So, Is there a motto that? here, Steve? Yeah, I guess uh, the motto is, uh, first of all, buy a running car and not one that's, uh, you know, that's, that's got a problem unless it's almost given to you. And the big motto, and I, I say to everybody, you have to check the levels. You've got to check the water level. Take the car out, low water, in no time nowadays, you know, you can blow a gasket, particularly Rovers which is what we've got here. We've actually got three Rovers in here at the moment. One they're, of they're particularly prone to head gasket blows, are they? Absolutely. Little Rover 25 there. It's got a head gasket yeah. gone on it. We've got a Freelander with a K-Series engine, again, because this K-Series is a problem. That one there's got a head gasket gone. And, and we've got a V6 Rover with an overheating problem, uh, but this is not giving us a, a head problem indication um, what, what we've so it's presented got. Tr- slightly strangely has it yeah this this one here is really um, it, it's it's overheating but it can take like 50 to 60 miles for it to actually show up 
So it's, it's something that's very, very small, gradual over a 50 to 60 mile of motorway work before it actually creates a problem. And, and we're now going through the process of elimination. Uh, we've, we've done the head tests. That's shown okay. We've done the, uh, we, you know, we've tried bleeding the system out because uh, quite often you can get air trapped in a system. Uh, that can create a problem. We've had the radiator tested for, for flow. If the radiator flow is not good, that can cause a problem. Um, so it really has been a week of the head gasket this week by the, by the sound of it. Tell, tell us what, what a head test is. Head test. Uh, we, we send it off to uh, um, the machine shop when they do a, a skim on it. Mm. They will actually um, block the water jackets and pressurise the system. So, so they, they create a pre- pressure inside the head, mm. uh, inside the water jacket of the head, to make sure that there isn't any hairline cracks, um, and most places will actually heat the head up. Mm. So they're like sort of, in effect, sort of put it in like an oven. Yeah. Get it up to some sort of temperature, block off the, um, the drillings and pressurise the cooling jacket mm. up inside to see if they're getting any, any leaks. There's, there's, there's different ways that these companies test them, but they've obviously got the equipment. It's not viable for us to have that sort of equipment. It's a specialised job when it's cheaper for us to send it away because... In order for it to pay for itself, we, we would need to be doing like two or three head turnarounds a day at least to pay for equipment. So so we've got specialised companies that we use for that, and, and that's what we do. We send them off. Steve Kennard, thank you very much indeed. Yeah, and thanks, thanks to you, Andy. Um, and, uh, and I'll get back to sorting out these, uh, these overheating problems on these cars. Thanks for listening to Passionate About Cars. Passionate About Cars is brought to you by First Class Garage at www.1stclassgarage.co.uk.